Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? I am Jason Heine and welcome back to the Heine House Gaming and Tech Podcast. It is so good to see you. Thanks for tuning in and being here and hanging out with me for the next hour or so. This is episode 63, currently recording this episode July 27th, 2020. It is 825 in the morning and it is an absolute pleasure to see you and hang with you. Uh, before before we get into the show, before we even start, I want to thank all of the amazing patrons you see right here on your screen. Thank you. Again, the show is completely supported and funded by the pledges on Patreon. All the people you see here on the ground floor, main floor, and game loft tiers. If you enjoy the show at all in any capacity, I would encourage you to take a look at it. Do a lot of extra stuff and give a lot of additional content on, uh, all the tears there. So thank you to all the patrons. Much love to you. Boy, do I have a story for you today. <laughs> totally random story. Unrelated to anything except just craziness. So I'm driving home. Uh, I'm driving home on the freeway. And the freeway is just straight. Straight shot. And, and, I'm, and I'm driving. And to my right, there's an on-ramp, right? So there's cars that are coming and merging onto the freeway. Well, to my right, I see kind of kind of at an, an, an angle, maybe at like my, my three o'clock, almost like two, three o'clock. I look over and I see this like black Yukon GMC, like Yukon or Envoy or something driving, coming onto the freeway. And they're, they have a trailer on the back and it's kind of this, like, it definitely is a cheaper, like not as nice trait. Like it's a smaller trailer and it's all wood. It is just a single axle pretty standard small trailer for any small jobs that you may have nothing nothing like designed for heavy shit okay this trailer is completely full to the brim of motorcycles they have like dirt bikes not like like road bikes or anything they're all just dirt bike motorcycles just full and they look like they look like they're stacked on each other and i'm like and i look over and this all happened really quick. And I'm just like, first of all, I see it. I'm just like, whoa, just the fact that they like stack these motorcycles on. It looked like this piles mound of them. And, and just as they're getting to like the bottom of the on-ramp to try to merge into the freeway, like their signal comes on and they begin to merge over. And it's right. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm like, they're here and I'm here. Right. So I'm like behind them a little bit. I'm two lanes over to the left and they start to merge over. And as soon as he merges over, I see on the back of the trailer, I see this like one of the bikes that was tilted upright, like it's on its back wheel, like it was stuffed in there, like vertical. I see this bike do like a backflip, like out of the trailer. It goes, it comes out of the trailer and it flips down and the handlebars hit the ground. And I don't know if it was tied on from like a tie down or something like it maybe it was through the spokes of the wheel or maybe a, wrapped around a suspension, like a shock or I don't know. I could not see because it was just motorcycles everywhere. But this bike flips out of the trailer after like a bump or something and it slams on the ground. Handlebars hit the ground and the bike is basically you see sparks come flying out and it's just bouncing and flopping around on the freeway as they're driving. So I just, I'm like, I'm amazed. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is crazy to see. So I, I get on the, uh, the signal and I look over and I'm, I'm about to speed up. I start to speed up. And this other car in the other lane, because remember I'm two lanes over. This other car in the other lane is already like, like fucking pedal to the metal. They floored it. They came up, they ran, come up right next to me, got over in the other lane and started laying on the horn. And I see him like, I see him like pointing like, hey, 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 hey. And the guy in the car and the guy in the car was like, what, what? You know, this is happening on the freeway. You know what I mean? And so, and so I kind of speed up and I'm looking, I'm watching him. And then I see this dude in the, in the envoys in his truck. I see him look in the mirror. And then I see him look back. He looks back and his buddy is in the passenger seat. He's looking back and they're like, what, what? They don't, they don't see anything because there's a mound of bikes already there they're like what i don't see anything and they can't see it right it's at a weird angle it's there's a fucking motorcycle that is hanging on for dear life behind the trailer flopped backwards and upside down 
just completely flopping around like uh, like a motorcycle being <laughs> drug on the freeway. So crazy shit. I'm just like, oh my God. So he, I see him like, I'm, I'm continuing on. I see him pull over and they obviously probably took care of it or did whatever. But like, that was insane to see. I've never seen a trailer stuffed so full of motorcycles before. You live and you learn. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> um, I want to get this out of the way at the beginning. 503-908-5490. I don't know. Did you see, have you seen something crazy? Maybe we should talk about our, our, our vehicle, like, um, the freeway stories. I have some more. Uh, do you have anything crazy that happened on the highway? I'd love to know about it. Love to hear it. I know it's completely unrelated, but that's, that's how the show works. We have a lot of fun here. 503-908-5490. Give me a call. Give me a voicemail. Uh, heinehouse.com, of course, the website. Hey, um, so random news before we get into some gaming and tech. Uh, I got a shout out. Uh, Mr. Cliff, Cliff, you called up a few episodes ago and you were telling us about, because we've, we've been having great cereal talk on the show. Yes, it always comes back to food. And eventually it comes back to food. We've had great cereal talk on the Heine House Gaming and Tech and cereal, little side note, and cereal podcast. I went to Winco with Steph the other night. We did some grocery shopping late at night. We went between, we were, we got there about maybe 2 a.m. and we shopped till about 4.30 a.m. Yeah, this is true. I'm, those times are real. They're real, folks. Um, just because that's when the scheduling works. And they're 24 hours. This is great. So we went to Winco. And um, side note, Winco has the absolute best cereal. Does anyone else go to Winco and buy their cereal? We've said this before, but like I grew up on name brand cereal. And when I eat this Winco branded cereal, it is honestly. Okay. So I had the, I had the Captain Crunch Crunch Berries version that they had uh, last night for breakfast. I don't know if I should say this and completely like blow everyone's minds, but how does a cover band, how does a cover band do a cover song? Better than the original. That doesn't happen very often. It does not happen very often. But one out of every 20,000 songs, it happens. And this is one of those moments. So, folks, if you have a Winco near you or around you, and, and, and I'm sorry for um, all of our overseas and out of the United States listeners who may know not have this at all, or like, what the hell is he talking about? Um... And I apologize for that, but we, if you're in the States here and you have a Winco, go there and buy their brand cereal and try it and let me know what you think because it's amazing. Their Crunch Berries, I, I thought it was better than the original. I just had, Stephanie got Frosted Flakes from them and we, I just tried it. They're unbelievable, unbelievably good. What is the deal? How does that even happen? Seriously, if it, sound, it feels like they took the original took it out of the original box, maybe like dolled it up a little bit more and then packed it into their own box. It's so good. But hey, Cliff, I hope you watch and listen to this episode. I hope you watch the episode because I'm going to show a picture and I want you to go to YouTube and I want you to tune in to eight minutes and 30 seconds. And I want you to go and look because I have something that I want to show you, Cliff. Cliff, I'm calling you out, Cliff. Bruh. What? Bruh. I found Cracklin Oat Bran. Yes, Cracklin Oat Bran is there at Winco. And look, we took a picture and I wanted to show it to you. It's real. What'd you call it? Dog food cereal? We found it. I can't wait to try it. Cliff, they're at Winco. You can get them there. <laughs> Uh, I have an update on Microsoft Edge. Oh my God. Am I, I'm like actually going to be like doing crazy things this episode. I am, you know what? I'm going to completely change directions on things. I reported a few episodes ago, maybe three or four by this point, that Microsoft Edge was uh, after a forced Windows 10 update. It, it basically, Microsoft Edge, which is their new browser that uses the Chromium engine, which is the engine that Google Chrome uses, okay? They got rid of the, you know, forcing you to use Microsoft Explorer because nobody used it. No one liked it. And it was horrible. It was 
like 1995. That's the only bad thing that happened in 1995 was the Windows Explorer. Everything else was amazing. Please take me back there, drop me off, and leave me the fuck alone. That's what I always say. I wish I could go back to 95. What a year. What a year. Anyway, so Microsoft with Windows 10, it's a forced update, and it's they're forcing you. They're literally forcing you to use Microsoft Edge as the browser. Now, when you when you come to from this update, you see it on your screen and you can't click off of it. You can't escape out of it. You can't do anything. I did find a solution. All these articles talking about this. You just control all delete, go into your task manager and kill the process. I actually did it on this machine that I record the podcast on. No problem. However, on my gaming rig and my video editing rig, it updated automatically one night and I came home, This uh, came home. actually it was two mornings ago. I came home and I turned it on and there it was. And you know what I said to myself? I go, okay, they're really wanting us to use it. They're literally forcing us. Now I won't, I do not want to do anything when I'm being forced to do something. Sometimes you have to, right? Sometimes you have to. Story of my life at my fucking 95. Oh my God. But here I was like, no, fuck that. I don't want to do it. Then I said, okay, wait a second, wait a second. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not giving it a chance. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to you know what? I'm going to forget the fact that you're forcing me to do this. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to wusa wusa and I'm going to just come into this with an open mind, open mind and I'm going to I'm going to do this and I'm going to see if I like it. And if I don't like it, I can't do shit about it, right? I can't, I'm, I'm, it's lose-lose. I cannot uninstall it. I, and if I don't like it, I just have to like hide the icon and never click on it. Okay, that's what I've accepted. So I installed it. Mark my words here. This is, this, this is actually really cool. I installed it. I went along with the tutorial. It asked me to sync my Google stuff to it, my Google accounts. So I did that. It wanted to import my bookmarks from Google Chrome. I went ahead and did that. All right. It had some privacy stuff that I turned off. You should do that too. But other than that, I basically converted and moved over. I migrated from Google Chrome into Microsoft Edge. And Edge uses Chromium Engine. That's why this stuff works together. I was like, let's try it. Fuck it. Let's try it. I have spent the last two days. Now, again, this is only two days, but I've spent the last two days and I've been using it. And I have to tell you, this is huge. I have to tell you, I love it. Now, you either, you right there, you either went, oh, no, or you went, what? Really? You said one of two things. Believe me, I'm with you. I don't want to use it, but I'm giving it a chance. Let me tell you something. The CPU usage, the RAM usage on my machine, and I have I have a fully decked out machine. All right, this PC is fully decked out. It's specced out the best spec, pretty much one of the best specs you can do in 2019 if you're going to go Intel. All right, 9900K, 2080 Ti, uh, 64 gigs of RAM. All right, it's decked. It's decked and specced. All right, it's designed for the future. My CPU usage went down to 5% from about 25%. My RAM usage, it's sitting at like 16%, whereas before it was kind of like around 30. Now, I'd have a lot of tabs open, and it depends on how many tabs you have open, okay? So you have to, you have to keep that in mind. You start opening up a lot of tabs, it starts really bottlenecking. I did that with Edge. It didn't fucking move. My RAM usage, CPU, it didn't move. The more tabs I had, it didn't care. And I'm thinking, what? This is, this, is, this is not right. There's something wrong here. Hey, it launches easily in half the time of Chrome. Web pages load easily in half the time of Chrome. I went to my website, all right, and my editor. I, I use Wix as, as my, the company that I use that um, because I can drag and drop, and it's really, really nice and really easy for me to... to fix my website and build it and make it look the way I want. And I love it. I love Wix. They're great. So I went to their site because when I go into edit mode, it loads all the assets. It's all done like in real time. It loads them. It's, it's, it's really, really intense to load that stuff. It takes a lot of time, a lot of RAM, a lot of CPU to like make sure that I'm in edit mode. It gives me full quality so I can see exactly what I'm doing. My website loaded instantly. 
I didn't have to wait for anything to load. It was unbelievable. Same thing with Twitch, same thing with YouTube, like across the board. So I'm not going to make this whole episode about Edge and I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, it's the most amazing thing. But to be honest, try it, folks. I know I hate, you're probably like, what? And I almost hate, I hate saying it in case you really, really don't like it. But man, I gave it a chance and I call it as I see it. I don't bullshit you. I love it. I love it. In fact, I got rid of my Google Chrome icon at the bottom on my dock and I ha- I put the Edge one there because... I'm going to use that as my browser from here on out. This is, it honestly feels like what Chrome was like 10 years ago when it first came out. It was so, so thin and trim and quick. Google Chrome has really become just a big, fat, bloated mess. And uh, yeah, and oh, also all my extensions from Chrome transferred over. Boom. They all installed themselves. Boom. They all work. No problem. No, nothing was broken. It was amazing. I, I'm sorry. That, I Literally, I have one line in here that says, Microsoft Edge with with one dot indentation saying, I love it. That was my note. To, and I went into the story and I'm really sorry. That took so long. It's insane. Try it out. Walmart is going to close on Thanksgiving for the first time ever. And they're also going to give $428 million in bonuses to their employees. Round of applause for fucking Walmart. Yes. All right. The company announced on Tuesday that all of its nationwide stores, including Sam's Club, which they own, will be closing November 26th as a way to say thank you to all of the employees working throughout this ongoing coronavirus pandemic. In addition to the full-time, in addition, full-time hourly staffers will be given $300 while part-time and temporary associates will also receive 150. It's pretty nice. Uh, Walmart said drivers, managers, and assistant managers working in distribution and fulfillment centers will also be given bonuses, but did not disclose that information. The bonuses are going to be handed out on August 20th. Thank you, Walmart. Yeah, like like I talk, I feel like I say this every episode, like people in fast food, I have a lot of people, uh, a lot of people, I have a lot of respect for people who work uh, in retail. Because, uh, yeah, Walmart, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a crazy environment. You can only imagine. Um, in a galaxy far, far, oh, fuck it, no, it's just Target. Starting August 30th, Target stores, will become the exclusive, quote, trading outpost, end quote, for the popular Star Wars branded theme park areas. Listen to this. The stores won't have everything that you can get at the theme parks. No custom lightsabers or blue milk just yet, but they will have merchandise inspired by the stories being told in the parks, like at Disneyland. Um, Lego, Hasbro, Funko, and others, you know, they do all that sort of thing. But... What's unique about these toys that are going to be exclusive to Target is that these products are based directly and inspired by the park itself. So the Millennium Falcon that is at uh, Star Wars or uh, Star Wars Land in Anaheim, Disneyland, the toy that you buy there is actually going to be modeled after that Falcon in the park. I mean, that's that's the ship that you actually walk into. So they're going to be releasing exclusive toys that are based off of the theme parks. That is really, really cool. Man, you want to talk about, you want to talk about Lego and Star Wars and yeah, like that NES we talked about last episode? Oh, yeah. These are going to be spendy. These are going to be spendy. Um, free money, people. Free money, people. Reports are coming in about uh, Sony sending out free PlayStation store credits to PlayStation Plus members, um, which they're doing. They're sending out 10 bucks if you're a subscription, if you have a subscription to PlayStation Plus. People are not really sure exactly what the requirements are or like how long you had to be subscribed, but people are reporting that they are seeing $10 uh, via a credit on their account to use in the PlayStation store. So that's pretty cool. Did you get one? Did you get 10 bucks, 10 bones? What are you going to spend it on? Don't spend it on in one place, shunny. This is a huge, huge, huge article. Probably the biggest article of the night. The Nintendo. There's more Nintendo news. Nintendo leak. Source code leak. Huge, huge, huge news here. This is called the Giga Leak. This is what they're calling it. Major story. Early demos are said to be part of this alleged leak of Nintendo source code. I have a lot to read here. So let's let's sit down, get your get your um 
hot chocolate and get your s'mores out. Let's let's sit and talk about this. Um, this leak, which people are speculating that it is also in part of a larger breach, one that we talked about earlier, um, of legacy Nintendo data that was reported. It was back in May. So what we have here is we have people that are sifting through this data. And uh, so far there's videos, there's pictures, there's images, all sorts of things that are happening that we're seeing on Twitter and online. These videos are claiming to show early prototypes of Super Mario Kart, Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, and they've all started to appear online. Believe me, you can search this and find tons of stuff. Has a lot of artwork from early sprites from Super Mario World and others who... Uh, are included in this leak. Some that we've never even seen before. Like they had early renders of Yoshi, which he looked totally different. And uh, they have one of Luigi's like flipping off the, like a sprite of Luigi, like flipping off the camera or whatever. I don't know. People say it's him with a thumbs up. Looks like a middle finger to me. Um, Yeah. Very, very interesting stuff. Um, One prototype of Super Mario World 2 called Super Donkey, which shows an entirely new character in the forest environment. Um, according to an anonymous post on 4chan forum. This is where this all stemming from. It's on 4chan. Very difficult to track and or do anything about 4chan. Very, very difficult. You're kind of in this weird gray area where, you know, it's kind of a free-for-all. Um, there's other source code leaks included in this from F-Zero, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Super Mario RPG, Mario All-Stars, Link's Awakening, DX, Star Fox 2 even, Wild Tracks, and Pokemon Diamond and Pearl are included in this. Jeez, that's huge. Uh, the Wild Tracks and Pokemon Diamond, um, oh, included with those is also a Game Boy emulator, uh, China's IQ service, and so much more. Yeah. This is, like, massive because we are slowly but surely getting source code and material from Nintendo on their trade secrets and lockdown source code. This is insane. Like, I wonder how they're going to respond, to be honest. Um, yeah, the data could, in theory, be used uh, to create illegal clones and hardware uh, that were able to run all the software and operate exactly as the original systems. PC emulation community could also, for the people who aren't playing by the books, could also use this to the- theory- theoretically, I can't even talk this morning, use the data to improve their software uh, as it does imitate the original systems perfectly. See, we have the lock. We have the lock. We have the key to the lock. That's the scary part. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, the data is said to originate from a server hack related to Broadon, a company that was that Nintendo had contracted to develop Wii hardware and software. Since 2018, various Pokemon data has been leaked online, including debug ROMs for Pokemon Blue, Yellow, Gold, and Silver, alongside the source code, Space World 99 demos, and an internal Game Boy PC emulator was also leaked. Uh, Last paragraph I have in this is the data is still currently being sorted, booted, loaded, documented, and archived, and it's insane. I wonder how Nintendo is going to respond to this. And I just wonder who actually obtained this and who actually leaked it. See, this this is all a big part of like there are there's definitely something with that company brought on who was who was contracted out to do work for the Wii. But here's the thing. Nintendo is not going to give broad on the entire lock and key, do you know, to the treasure chest. They're just not going to do that in some fashion. Yes, but not completely like this. This is an inside job. Mark my words in side job there is no other way no other way that this data could have been leaked if it was not inside it had to have been from someone i mean that's that's what i'm thinking what did i just what did i just lose here did you hear my computer no i guess not okay um i don't i don't know i really don't know um what happened but uh this is a huge huge leak another Another, uh, man, another hard hit for Nintendo. Um, this was also a big week for the Xbox game showcase. Did you guys watch it? I actually did. I streamed it. I had never done like a little streaming event and I, it was in the morning, like when I got home from work like this. So the timing was perfect. I sat down, turned on the camera, I went live and I just hung out with the chat and we talked about it. It was a lot of fun. So twitch.tv slash the Heine house. Come on by. 
Uh, let me start by saying that I did like what I saw at the showcase. So my initial thought was, this was a good conference, teasing us a bit. I thought some of the games kind of looked a little underwhelming. Like, you know, I, I agree with what people were saying is, I thought Halo looked nice and crisp, but I also thought it looked this gen. I didn't think it looked next gen at all, to be honest with you. And so I was kind of surprised by that. Um, of course, like with anything, there's going to be issues and people talking shit and all that sort of thing. But here are the issues that people were, were buzzing about and still currently are buzzing about about this conference. Now, all the games that were announced during this explicitly show Xbox Series X and Windows PC. Uh, and they show Game Pass too. So they did not put an Xbox One down there for Xbox One support. So people were like, wait, what's going on? You may think, well, yeah, they're 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 designed for next gen. Okay. Move on. Get the next get the new console. They're for that. So don't don't be don't be tripping. Well, I agree with you. I agree. We're moving on. We're moving forward. But also, Microsoft has said things kind of against that. We'll talk about that in a second. I have it in notes down here. Um, the reason why people are kind of upset with this is because Microsoft themselves recently have gone out and said from about, I think it's from about February all the way up until recently, and last week even, Phil Spencer has been saying some things. Phil Spencer went on and said, quote, you won't be forced into next gen. That's what Phil Spencer said last week, in fact, talking about this event, talking about games. Quote, all of our games, sort of like PC, will boot up and play down the family of devices. Matt Booty in January of this year. And finally, Matt also said in March, we're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all of our exclusive Xbox Game Studio titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you will have you will not have to purchase a title once in order to play it or play the best available version whichever on whichever Xbox console they roll out. Isn't that insane to think about? That he's saying, we're going to use smart delivery so that you can play it on whatever console best fits your needs. That's what he said. It's crazy to me. So what's the deal? Well, they either won, they messed up the slides and forgot to put Xbox Series or Xbox One on there. That could very well be a possibility. You know, or they just basically broke their promise in a week's time. That's insane, too. Games are not going to play as good on Xbox One. Yes. Okay. We get that. We're very much aware of that. But leaving that, that Xbox One support image off of the slides during every single game that they showed leaves it up to the community's imagination to come up with all these things. And that's why they're freaking out. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, there were a lot of great games. We had new fables coming out. There was a lot of great stuff that was that was shown. And to be honest, I'm like super excited. We got, we're getting a new uh, Forza Motorsport. I think it's going to be like a reboot of the original. It looks really good. I can't wait. Uh, really, you know, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. But I left there thinking this. You guys know I'm a big PC gamer. I left there thinking this. Wow, Xbox Game Pass is doing this right. They really are doing this right. What a value. What a value to be playing all of these AAA and indie games or Microsoft, you know, studio-owned games that are coming out. What a value. And two, I left there saying to myself, I have no reason to buy an Xbox Series X. I don't. I have a more than capable PC that that towers over the stats of an Xbox Series X. Why would I invest in that? So I really am not going to buy an Xbox at launch because it's just be a waste of money when all of the games I want to play are going to be on Game Pass for Windows. That makes a lot of sense. So like, I am actually really happy because here we are, hoorah. Microsoft is finally seeing that, hey, Instead of making these like two platforms so different and giving shitty ports to PC or shitty ports to Xbox or having weird compatibility issues and this and that, they're saying, you know what? We're, we're cool. We're done. They're going to be one game pass, get all the games and you're done. Monthly subscription. Boom. Call it a day. And I love it. And I love it. I think that's great. I think that's great. 
What'd you think of the uh, conference? Did you, did you walk away feeling like that too? I, I mean, there's a lot of videos talking about it and stuff like that, but I just feel like, I feel like Halo didn't look very good. And, and I, it was kind of a, a mixed bag for me. I think it was, and I liked the sunset and the lighting and the shadows and all this sort of thing, but also I noticed a ton of popping, even on the first go when I was watching it, I noticed it real time as we were watching, like weird artifacts and pop in and weird stuff like that. And also shadows looked odd and like on characters and like their skins looked pretty dull and kind of bare in comparison to other halos. So I'm thinking this is either like, you know, tech demo or something's weird. Something's weird. It was a weird, it was a weird thing to, to showcase and display. It didn't look too, like it looked great and too, too like an eye that, you know, casual eye, you won't even notice, but to any hardcore gamer, you instantly were like, whoa, like, okay, this looks kind of weird. And at first I was like, wow, I really like the lighting. And I was looking at it, but then as the trailer kept going, I started to see it and feel it. It was very weird. Go watch it. Tell me what you think. Um, what else happened? Well, Mixer shut down on the 22nd officially. So that's really all I wrote. It's, it was a sad state of event. The last day, there was like no live channels. And if they were live, they were just static pictures of people saying, come to come to Twitch, come to face, Facebook gaming. Crazy stuff. Um, I have some really cool... Um, yeah, I, I thought my mic was muted. I was like, oh, shit. Um, I have a, um, a controller for your animal droppings excitement. I think the company's called Stoga, S-T-O-G-A. Stoga is selling Tom Nook-inspired wireless controllers. Aside from offering motion control functions and being rechargeable, the main highlight of these controllers is that they come in sky blue or green, just like the Animal Crossing New Horizons Switch bundle, or even one that's brown like Tom Nook's face. They're 40 bucks a pop. I got a picture. You got to see this. Oh, there we go. There it is. Look at those. Are those not cool looking or what? Look like Tom Nook. And I love those colors too. I would love to. I would love to get a blue one. That's really cool looking. Like that a whole bunch. Very nice. Um, yeah. Uh, Stoga. S-T-O-G-A. Check them out. I forgot to put their website, but you can find it. They're very, very nice. Uh, Microsoft, another thing, I should have put this up just to follow up with Microsoft stuff. They did something this week that was a little weird. Makes sense, but a little weird in, in, in a way. Microsoft kills Xbox Live Gold memberships. That is the year yearly subscription you can buy. Why? Well, because they're going to be launching their console in uh, five months, right? Holiday. So, uh, yeah, they don't want you sitting there for another six months after the consoles with Xbox Live. They want to get rid of it. Um, so they haven't just discontinued most of the outgoing Xbox One consoles, but they also scrapped the gold memberships. This was via IGN. Um, you can still buy a one month or three month access pass, but you're out of luck if you want to do it for the long term for 12 months. Change comes just as Microsoft unveiled plans to bundle Project X Cloud with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and otherwise expanding its gaming services ahead of the Series X launch. This doesn't necessarily mean that Microsoft will drop the features associated with gold, but don't be surprised if the company changes how you get those features. Two words, folks. Game Pass. That's all they want. And that makes sense. Again, it's a great value. I, 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 I love it. We used to buy Xbox Live Gold back in the day when 360 first came out just to play online. Do you remember when it was just about playing online? That's crazy. And now... You could pay less, right, a month and get access to all these games. Yeah, that's crazy. I really do like it. I do like it. Um, let's talk about some tech stuff. You want to talk about a little tech? I got some stuff in here. Apple CEO Steve Wozniak is suing Apple. Oh, no, they're not suing Apple. They're suing YouTube, Google. They're suing Google. Ah. Uh. Why are they doing this? I'll tell you why. Because what's happening is there are these scam and phishing and um, horrible, hor horrible scam accounts that are being created on YouTube and they're scamming people out of Bitcoin. It's been going on for a long time. Well, Steve is finally stepping up and doing something. 
He's suing YouTube or and Google. Google's the parent company, of course, because uh, these companies, these scam YouTube channels are using his likeness to thrive on the platform. Um, it says here, in stark contrast, for months now, defendant YouTube has been unapologetically hosting, promoting, and directly profiting from similar scams, the suit says. The suit alleged that the image and likeness of other well-known entrepreneurs, including Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Michael Dell, they're all being exploited in these scams. YouTube and Google took the further step of promoting and profiting from these scams, but providing paid advertisement that targeted users who were most likely to be harmed the most, the suit has said. So here's what's happening, just so you can get an idea. What's happening is these spam accounts, these, these accounts that are trying to swindle people out of Bitcoin and money and whatnot, they use these people, uh, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Steve Wozniak, all these people, in their thumbnails and even branded as an event put on by them, which I, I guess I can't, I guess I can't really say. I mean, when you're being tricked, you may not know. I mean, but most of us know Bill Gates isn't going to get on YouTube and create a Bitcoin uh, giveaway. You know what I mean? Like, but some people think that he is and they look legit and it's very difficult to get a swind. It's, it's hard to get swindled out of money and, and, and scammed. You know, it's tough. Just be vigilant, people. But uh, so anyway, what's happening? They're using these people as pictures. They're saying these events are put on by them and so forth. So what happens is these people make these accounts. They make the videos. They put them out there. YouTube then promotes that video because it's getting a lot of views, tons of views. YouTube and Google then collect the ad revenue from there, profits from that. And then they pay out the people with the AdSense account, whoever makes the YouTube channel, which... Of course, they can shut that down and very, very much so can shut that down. But once they've paid them out, the only thing they have to do is what? Restitution? I mean, this is the only option. So then they're collecting ad revenue and profiting, and that's kind of the, the, the issue there. So it's a tricky, never-ending cycle from these spam and scam accounts. How do you completely stop this? Well, I actually don't see any way that they can. Technically, 100% stop this. I really don't see a way to do it. And this sort of thing doesn't just hurt like that industry or like Bitcoin or financial. Like it hurts all of us, big and small content creators, all the way up and down the chain. It hurts all of us. Because even though it's not necessarily related to my industry at all, the changes that come and the rules that are implemented and the regulations that be put in place after this makes things more strict. And in some cases, it kind of blanket covers the platform with rules that are not really in anyone's favor except maybe that industry. But it trickles down to all of us and we all suffer in the end. We have a very tight-knit, very closed-off um, platform, which we see more and more and more. We saw this recently with the most, was, with the most biggest one was advertisers, advertising on channels that is risky or has, you know, um, content that they don't want to be on. So it gets tricky. It gets really, really tricky. Um, yeah, crazy stuff. So we'll see how they respond. I mean, how are they going to respond? I mean, they're going to have to, uh, sh keep trying to shut that down. And, uh, oof, that's a legal battle. Probably be a lot of money in there. Right. Uh, speaking of, uh, a lot of money, what about AT&T? AT&T sent out an email to customers basically saying, update your phone or you're done using our service and you're done making calls. Yeah, it's real. Not in those words, of course, but here we go. AT&T sent you an email telling you that. Would you believe it? No, I'd mark that shit as spam. I really would. I'd be like, fuck you. But AT&T actually did send out an email recommending uh, that people upgrade their phones. They sent this out trying to be proactive way ahead of time. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Okay, so what's really happening? Well, AT&T's 3G cellular network is being shut down on in February of 2022. Yeah, that's right, two years away. Or, yeah, yeah, a year and a half, right? But they are sending out emails 
this week during an economic wrecking pandemic at a time when people are really the most vulnerable and probably not thinking about upgrading their phone. I mean, some people are, but majority of people aren't really thinking about upgrading their phone. Might be the last thing on people's minds, but they have sent out an email with this. It says, update needed. You will soon be upgrading. We will soon be upgrading our network to use the latest technologies, but these updates are to serve you better and bring faster speeds and greater reliability. But your device ending in last four of their phone number is not compatible with the new network and you need to replace it to continue receiving service. That's what it said. People were freaking out. Like, what in the fuck is in my inbox? So AT&T actually responded to this. They said, this email was one of many planned to keep customers informed about the shutdown of our 3G network in early 2022. It should have included the date that certain devices would no longer be supported. We apologize for any confusion this may have caused, and we will be more clear in the future on the updates. Come on, AT&T. I know way you kind of be like, well, thanks for sending me like two years notice, you know, to get a new phone and stuff. But like, I don't know. That's crazy. 3G, man. I had, a, I had an iPhone 3G, 3GS, in fact. I still have it. It's a white one. I should pull it out and show you. It's so small. It's crazy how small. That's one with the, it had the all white back. It was plastic and it was curved. This was the, the time when Apple was experimenting with like a curved back. Did not like it. Did not prefer that. Much rather prefer just a flat back, um, you know, for a case. So the cases fit. I didn't have a case on that phone because it just looked weird. Kind of bulged out. It was weird. But yeah, good stuff there. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of short and sweet, but that's our tech news. How about that? Apple? All over the place. Well, you know what that means. You've got voicemail. Bum ba da bam. 503-908-5490 is the phone number. Hey, hit me up. You want to talk about something? You got something on your mind? You want to talk about cereal? You want to talk about freeway stories? 503-908-5490 is the phone number. I'm going to hop into the voicemails. Let's uh, let's see who's in here. Hey, Jason. It's me, Steph. Um, I was hoping that you could stop by the store today and maybe get some... Um, uh, we need some onions, uh, <laughs> maybe some banana chips, and ooh, and, and some waffle crisps, please. Thank you. <laughs> okay i guess i'm going to the store after the show that's so funny did you hear the way she said thank you you know what that is hold on let's play that again thank you <laughs> that is the i know you're not gonna like it and i know you're gonna be annoyed but i love you and thank you that is what that thank you says all right i can go in and we'll get your get your onions Waffle crisp, though. Can we please find some? Honestly, even if it was an old box in the 90s, I would eat it live on camera. Would you guys watch that? I'm just kidding. I don't want to. I don't want to get sick. Yes, I'll go to the store, staff. All right. What else do we got in here? We got another one. Is it the voicemail maniac? I think it is. My, my Google Translate is telling me I saw a maniac in the first sentence, so I think that's him. Mr. Cameron. The man, Cam. Cam the man. Here we go. Hey, what's going on? Voicemail Maniac here. This is a, sort of a last-minute call-in. I've had my question uh, thought up, and as the week went by, I just, you know, I go. So anyway, um, so to kind of expand upon the cereal talk. Oh, yeah. I know we mentioned uh, fast food. I'm a huge fast food uh, junkie. I still eat it maybe once a week, if possible. Um, it's, Don't lie. You know, it's, uh, it's difficult, but I like it at home, man. Yeah, um, I feel that. I feel but, that. But uh, I was curious of, of you guys' is favorite fast food places to eat slash what meals or what items are your favorite. Probably for me, mm. um, of course, Chick-fil-A. Everything's good, you know, for the most part. I like the spicy chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A. But my favorite, 100% favorite place to eat, and I think it kind of depends on where you're located, you may not have Bojangles, but we have a Bojangles here in the South. 
I'm in uh, Tennessee and Nashville, mm. and uh, they just make really good fried chicken. Well, the funny thing, didn't like it really when I was uh, in North Carolina, where I'm from. North Carolina. It's, it's uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm. But um, now I just stay, you know, love uh, the chicken, seasoned fries, just up my alley. Fried Ooh, chicken is my favorite. Seasoned fries. Huh? Kind of junk fast food. Um, burgers, oh. a lot of good places, but uh, I've been digging, you know, as, as, it, as odd as it is, the uh, McDonald's. Double quarter pounder if you want to go crazy. This is a dirty burger. A lot of salt on that. Yeah, and, big dirty know. burger. That's right. Uh, I respect not that. Not their burgers, but I like them. You know, I respect it. And the filet. Can't go wrong with the fish fillet. All right, guys. Uh, fish have fillet? Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. You too, Cameron. My dad loves the fish fillet. He loves that. You and him would get along. You know what? I respect that, Cameron. I respect that a lot because, you know, you just came right out and said it. You didn't give a fuck. You're like, I, I, I love the door, double quarter pounder, big old dirty burger. Big old mustard tiger. I, I agree. I agree. Here's, man, fast food. Yeah. No, I like fast food too. I do too. And, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to cut it out if I can, really. It's just so difficult to do. And I'm going to have 101 million excuses why that is. But to be honest, sometimes I just literally am like in between things and my schedule is complete shit. And I just do not have time to make or cook. Literally, I don't have time to cook or do any of that. And so I have to do something and I have to eat it. And um, I mean, I'm not mad. I do like it. But the thing is, is I know that I know every time I eat it, I know I'm just fucking myself over. I know that. So I have to stop. We all have to stop. We have to do better. But um, okay, so let's talk about what we like about it. <laughs> That's my little preemptive. I know it's bad. Um, hey, I got I to gotta give you credit. I do love just a good old shitty teaser burger from McDonald's. The little double cheeseburger call it a day. Man, you know, just my dad calls them teaser burgers. You know, I always wondered, you know, he always had like wrappers in the back of his truck, you know, a little burger wrapper stuff. It's like, what is it? He's like, it's just a teaser burger. It's like on the way home, you just swing in, give me a couple cheeseburgers. That's it. Just a couple teasers. You know, it's a tease before dinner. It's a little teaser. I get it. And that's why, he, you know, now I get it. Um, I like those dirty burgers just once in a while. Definitely not my favorite, but they're convenient. They're on every block. So Sometimes you just got to run in and do it. Best fresh fries ever, though. I love McDonald's fries. When they're fresh and you get one you get one fresh batch out of like 50 that you order. So it's tough. Very tough, but they're great. Um, do not know anything about Bojangles. Never had it. Never seen it. Uh, I'm a, you, you know, I'm a Northwest cat, born and raised Portland, Oregon, up and down all the West Coast and Southwest. So I've, um, I've traveled out that way, but I've never actually seen or been to a Bojangles. Would love to experience it, though. Maybe sometime, Cameron, if we ever can get together, I would love to experience that and check it out. Plus, I need to come over and bring some drums. We need to make some music. You need to pull out your axes, and we can write some music live there on the spot. It'd be really fun. Um, fucking love burgers, man. Love burger. Love chicken. Love fried chicken. I love Chick-fil-A as well. Don't go there enough. They're kind of spendy, I feel like, for what they are. But also, you get great quality. They're like in and out for that. They're always consistent, consistently fresh, never-ending freshness from In-N-Out, and also Chick-fil-A. Love their nuggets. Love their breakfast nuggets. You ever get their breakfast? I know you do. I'm just saying that for everyone. They put the little chicken uh, nuggets in a little buttered uh, biscuit. or No, it's like a roll almost, like a little buttered roll. And the roll's like, it's small. It's it's like small, you know? And so they just stick it in there, and you get like a six-pack or 12-pack, and oh, they're so good. Love that. Love their waffle fries. Cameron, here's a hack. Go to Chick-fil-A, order your waffle fries well done. You probably already know about this. It's like the same shit that we do at In-N-Out. We order our fries well done and our buns extra toasty. You can do that. But at Chick-fil-A, say, I want the waffle fries well done. I think they're way better. Their waffle fries are a little soggy in my opinion. Like generally, that's how they cook them. I want them well done and they're very, very good. So try that. Um, I fucking love rubber chicken from Panda Express. I love their orange chicken. It's just dirty old fucking gangster chicken. I love it. Just let me just get in there and stick my face in there. I love it. Um, that's really great. Um, also really, oh, speaking of chicken, bro, have you had Raising Cane's? Has anyone had Raising Cane's? The best chicken fingers ever. They're incredible. Again, super fresh, always good. Crinkle fries, Texas toast. Fuck. Go to Google, type it in, look it up amazing stuff. It's so, so good. So yeah, I love all that stuff, man. I love all that stuff. Um, but really the best value is uh, four for four from Wendy's. You can't fuck with it. Four for four. It's so good. Where's the homegirl E-dub? I know she's over there clapping right now. She's just going, yep, that's my dude. That's my dude right there. We know all about it. So good. Love it. Wendy's four for four. Dave Thomas, 
Rest in peace. You're the man. Fucking love it. Um, I remember you OG. I remember your OG restaurant when you had a salad bar, my man. Salad bar. That's right. We don't we don't mess around with any of this shit. We were there at the salad bar days. Give me a frosty. Um, and then what else? Is there anything else? Um, oh, you can't fuck with Taco Bell. Taco Bell. There's I always say there's drugs in the food. I'm not a drug addict. I've never done drugs, but there's drugs in the food. It's the food. It's the food. So good. And what the fuck are they doing? They're getting rid of 12 items on the menu. What are they doing? Stop it. Get some help. Stop it. Get some, get, get, get some help. I can't believe they're doing this. They're like, oh, we want to shuffle things up a bit. No, don't get rid of 12 items and introduce two new ones. All right. You introduce two new ones every month anyway. Stop it. Get some help. Stop it. Get, 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 get some help. Oh, it's frustrating. So anyway, I love Taco Bell. Love, love, love Taco Bell. Um, yeah, man. The fast food talk. Whew. Don't get me heated. Don't get me heated. We'll talk about it. It's so good. Folks, heinyhouse.com is the website. I want to thank all of the incredible support that I have from all of you right here on Patreon. Round of applause to y'all. Love you so much. Ground floor, main floor, game lofters, Brandon, George, Aaron, Luke, Justin, thank you so much for your support. And I appreciate you greatly. Hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. If you're tr- If you're thinking about maybe you want to get in on this right now, game loft, this is the time to get in with the game loft. I just want to say this because I am on the verge of releasing a whole bunch of new music. Background beats. I've got like four albums coming out for that. I have Hot Shot Racing soundtrack that's going to be coming out very soon. Don't have a release date yet because uh, waiting on the release date of the game. But once I get that, boom, it's coming. There's going to be like five albums. And Gameloft, all people in Gameloft get all of the high quality, full quality digital files. That's right. It's the only place you can get them. It's the only place you can get them is right there on Patreon. The rest of it is, of course, streaming or um, if you are able to download it somewhere, 320 kilobit. But you get the full quality WAV files from me. The pack is massive. It's fucking crazy. It's a big file. But you get it. And I appreciate the support. Thank you so much. Heinyhouse.com again is the website. Much love to you. Thanks for listening. Please give the podcast a review if you enjoyed the episode. I would really appreciate it. Oh, and lastly, before we go, actually, I have some news before we go. Uh, where's my email? I want to show you guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't go anywhere. I have an email. Uh, it's in here. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, I'm going to mirror. Th- oh, can I mirror this? Oh, you guys got to see this. I'm really excited because uh, I didn't actually know. I didn't actually know that iHeartRadio does podcasts. But I got an email from them and they said, hey, uh, you want to submit your podcast to iHeartRadio? We know it's other places. And I was like, yeah. Good news. Your podcast, Heine House Gaming and Tech Podcast, has been added to the iHeartRadio platform, folks. Let your subscribers know. They can now listen to it on iHeartRadio, Android, iOS, and also on their website. I think that's great. I think that's great. So I am currently uh, on there as well. If you happen to use that or know people that use iHeartRadio, give them a ping. You know, maybe send them a link. Let them know. All right. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. Much love to you. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate you listening. We'll see you next week. Bye now.